Well, welcome back to a brand new podcast episode of Family Seasons by Coach Tia and my co-host, Mr. Damien Dalfour. So welcome, Mr. Damien. Season eight, are you ready? I'm ready, ma'am. How you been doing? And uh, I want to welcome you back as well. And I'm glad we're back on another road again. Indeed. This is this is exciting. Season eight. Can you believe that? I cannot even believe it, but you know what? We're going to keep rolling and, and keep smiling. That's, that's what we do. Indeed, and we're so excited, as always, to just have our listeners on the other end praying that, you know, there are, there are words that will just elevate you to just go to that, that next level of living. And so that's why these podcasts are always so exciting, because we know that they, first of all, bless us. And as a result, the prayer is that it will just uh, bless the lives of those that are listening. And so we're excited about season eight. Great topics that are planned. And, you know, our commitment, you know, is even more so uh, because we know that right now the world needs a, they need to hear, you know, words of inspiration. They, families are going through seasons and we're all going through different things. And so, you know, we need to be inspired. We need to know that uh, there are people out there that understand and that get it and that you know that you have someone that's rooting you on and helping you get to that next level of living and so uh, we're grateful for you all as always we're still praying for you all even you know even when we're not recording trust us we are praying for you indeed and so season eight first topic um well just real quick mr damon tell us you know what's been going on we'll just you know do a real quick you know reintroduction it's been a while season seven i kind of did that solo when i was just focusing on parenting and parenting strength so just tell us a little bit you know about you and and, and what you're up to what's been going on and we'll get on into season eight you know miss jones i've uh, i had some uh, some sustained some injuries back in my naval days and uh finally caught up with me so i finally took some time off to have one of my knees uh had a procedure done on it, so I'm waiting on it to heal so I can do the other bit. So it's been taking it easy, just been kind of, you know, I still got a lot of juice left, so I still want to get back out there and continue to run at the head of my pack. So I've just been trusting God and, and staying, you know, in my lane and, and just trying to get a little recovery, you know, on my knees to have. So, okay. so far, so good. And, uh, you know, I'm still here. I know I, you did a season without me, but, you know, we, we talked about those times where, you know, we might have to, you know, do this alone. But that's that's who we are, and I see our paths have aligned again to, to, to make this season happen. Indeed, exactly. So, you know, here we are, and I'm telling you, it's a, it's, it's a, we're better together. I mean, we're, we're awesome. You know, individually, but of course, when God puts two or three together and He's right in the midst, and that's even better, right? So here that's we are. Right. Here we are. So, topic. So the first topic that we want to talk about and we want to dive right on into is living with expectations. Living with expectations. That's just something that kind of hit me. You know, we were talking about what we're going to discuss this season. The first, this, this is one of the first topics is just living with expectations. I believe that you get what, you, what you're expecting. I believe that you receive what you are expecting. And right. how do we live? What does that mean when we say living with expectations? So let's get right on well, into this thing. Okay, that's great, Miss Jones. Well, um, when you look at the word expectations, you know, there are other words that are similar to it. But, you know, when you look at the meaning of expectation or what that 
that term actually expands on. It's it's a strong belief that something will happen, you know, or be there in the case in the future. Right. So you got you got assumption, you got belief, you got presumption, prediction, calculation, and there's one term I really like, which is hope. Right. Hope. Hope. Hope deviates it now to a, a Christian way of looking at it because in Proverbs 11 and 1 it says, Now faith is the substance of those things hoped for and the evidence of those things not seen. Right. But before that in the Bible, in Proverbs 23 and 18, it says, For surely there is an end and thine expectation, expectation shall not be cut off. So I really like that. I really I like, like Read that again for me and tell us where it's found. Read that again. That's, in, that's Proverbs 23 and 18. Okay. It says, For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off. Oh, I love that. Sure. So, you so know, there's expectations in all things. And I, I must tell our, our listeners that expectations can be high or low reasonable or unreasonable they can be good or bad so you know we do sometimes the forecast may predict some rain or you know we're expecting a baby or the the cancer treatment is expected to you know the chemotherapy is expected to you know kill the cancer or whatnot so expectations can run in all ways in all directions Mm -hmm. and sometimes the expectations can lead us mentally astray of what the overall hope is. See, when we think about the terms, how these terms are linked, so that the the faith is the the substance of those things hoped for. So when you talk about hope, hope is similar to the expectations, you know, because, you know, yeah, you want to expect something good to come out of this, but we all know I, I, I'm, a, I'm an advocate that good can come from bad. Exactly. You know, so some people don't want to see it that way, but thought processes and philosophy is just a way of thinking. And we all have one. You know, it's, it's like I was talking about a song the other day. A song is a poem written to music by the experience of the arts. So in our life, I like to think of our life as a song and, and, and you know, it does have a poem that can be told either by us or someone that has watched us or looked at us. And for sometimes, you know, we do, we only see the bad in people or the good. But again, good can come from bad. You know, which, like I was saying, Ms. Jones, this brings me to a good, uh, good point with this because we do have children in our lives that, you know, we do have expectations for. And, you know, as we raise our child, you know, again, in the Bible, it says, you know, you train up a child in the way he should go. And when they're old, they should not depart from it. Well, sometimes it, it goes a little bit different than what we anticipate. And that's that can be kind of discouraging because we do. A lot of us want our children to excel further than what we have. Right. But Those are the expectations. Right, those are let me say those are the expectations because as parents we we should all have some sort of expectation for our children. So, which is right. natural, we're supposed to, and we do want them to go. Usually, mm-hmm. parents want them to do more, to go higher, to 
you know, go deeper. But what happens when it doesn't work out? Right. Um, a lot of things, you know, they 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 do. Uh, life expectancy, you know, is a is a statistical measure of the average time an organism is expected to live, based based on the year of its birth, its current age, and other demographic factors, including its sex. Um, you know, when you look at that, you look at our life and say, hey, you know, our average life is only expected to live so many years. Mm-hmm. We work for this amount of years. But I only got really 10 years left to enjoy my life. So when you look at a child, when you look at the variables of life, as a, as a, as a veteran of the Navy, things didn't always go as planned. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we don't have these metrics in place to, as a plan A or plan B, so that way when we are, when our expectations aren't met right then, mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's a certain mindset that comes about to kind of fuse the failure side of it. Right. But, mm-hmm. I, but I think you and I know that success is the flip side of failure. It is. <laughs> it's just turned inside out. And, you know, a lot of us as human beings have been in some dark places that were sometimes hard to recover from. Right. Like, like me. Mm-hmm. I, I was homeless. I was homeless in college. And, and it seems kind of crazy, but my mom told me, I'm not sending you no more money. So find a street light, uh, lock your door, say your prayers, and, you know, make the best of it. Right. And, and in a lot of ways, I'm thinking, if this is the worst that life has to offer, I can recover from this because, hey, I was still in school, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and a lot of people don't even have a car to live in. So... I was already in a place a lot further than what I expected to be. Right. So I never expected to be homeless, but when I was homeless, at least I had a place to stay. Exactly. So and as a result, so what did you learn in that lesson? What, what did you learn? I, I learned that life can change in a New York in a New York minute, <laughs> and, and you know, out of the people I knew. Out of the people that I knew at that time, my pride and my myself, my dig—I I wouldn't say my dignity, but that pride within me wouldn't allow me to go ask somebody to say, "Hey, can I come stay at your house? Or come, can I come sleep on your couch?" Mm-hmm. Because I was living a life that didn't depict homelessness. Right. You know, so it was hard to say. Here I am, I'm this nice dressed guy, clean cut, nice chain around my neck, but I'm living in my car. Right. So I had to back back and say, what's really important? And, and so many of us today, we buy well, we buy what we want and beg for what we need. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. I was expect I was expecting my mom to do everything while I did what I wanted to do. Right. And she so, changed the game, right? She changed it up a little bit, didn't she? <laughs> she changed it up a little bit. And so but as a result. It, 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 and even though I was mad, it hurt. I was like, how could you do me like this? I mean, you sent me to this school. You should be willing to come on with it, you know? Because mm-hmm. co- college college just ain't tuition. It ain't just like, okay, here you go. You got housing. You got 
you gotta eat, you got books, you got materials. There's a lot of stuff that comes along with that. Right. So I can't, you know, when I speak to kids today, I tell them, man, don't waste your parents' money by doing something that you know you really don't want to do. Exactly. Because they're expecting you to come back home with that degree. They ain't so expecting you to come back so, home. Right. So, so when you were forced to live in your car, you learned, because I know you today, and I know that you are one of the most self-sufficient people on this earth. You know how to handle it. You know how to deal with it. You know how to you know how to make it happen. You learned a lesson. You learned a very valuable lesson then. So sleeping in your car, didn't you? Yeah. I, I mean, that's one lesson. And you know, Tia, I tell people sometimes with me, if you don't learn me, at least learn my lessons. You know, because people do have a lesson to be learned exactly. if you don't learn them. Right. You know? So, like my 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 situation with my son and his mother, yeah, I, I really don't know my son to this day, but I learned a lot. I learned a lot through the processes that helps other people with their children too. Right. And listen, not having my child, expecting that. See, I always expected to be in my son's life, but I wasn't. Right. But by, but by me not being in his life, the the pain and the torment from missing him has allowed me to help other people with their children to make them more appreciative of what they got and i think that goes back to that definitely goes back to what what we were saying in the beginning how we learn some of our you know some of the, the the best lessons of life you know through our pain and so when we talk about living with expectancy that includes the fact that unexpected things are gonna happen you 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 live you have those hopes you have the belief you know and you're expecting you know the, the positive you're expecting those things that you want to brag about and that you get a chance to boast about and you're going to hang on your wall but in the midst of living with expectancy you also must be prepared that life is going to shake, be shaken up a little that's a part of the plan it's all a part of the plan now the flip side of it all is that that's why i love that scripture that you shared in the beginning because when, when god says surely See, the promises that we live on is based upon what God's word says. That in, despite all that we're going to experience, and with all the hope that we have, and with all the ups and the downs, and the living in the card, and, and, and going through all these different things in life, the promise is that surely God is still going to deliver us. He's still going to bring us through, which is what he does. The most difficult seasons of life, as you're saying, you were saying about, you know, not having your son in your life has been very challenging. So, you know, you, you wanted that relationship. On the other end, you're able to give and pour into other young people's lives based upon what you believe your son needed. And, you know, and, 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 and that just, that's just, life is like that sometimes. We don't all, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be this perfectly planned five-year goal that we were taught to write out you know, in school and this 10-year plan and all, those are all good. That's wonderful. But just leave room for the unexpectedness because that's a part of life. And that is, Tia. I mean, uh, when you sometimes you think about life, this life that we live in is not, it's not orchestrated by our own will. Right. And sometimes, you know, things will happen that we didn't plan for, you know. It's like exactly. the the last, like the last freeze that came through. Nobody really in Texas was prepared for that, and there are people to this day who are still living with what happened. 
then. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in life, as we move forward, I've had a lot of time in my life to reflect on me. And, you know, I, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. So there's nothing, there's nothing great about me. There, there's nothing greater than me than it is of you or any other human being. Mm-hmm. We're all God's creation. Right. So I, I've learned to live with other people. I've learned to love people. And I mean, people are going to lie to you. People are going to talk about you, but it's okay. It's all about how that affects you, you know, because it, it's about the 10% of how you are let it alters you versus the 90% of how it burdens you. Right. You know, you're going to be, uh, be like, okay, I'm going to be burdened with this. I'm going to use this 10% because what about, okay, well, at least I'm important. At least they're talking about me. That's how you look at it indirectly on the, on the flip side. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. you know, so when you live with expectations, I think life, the closer you get to Christ, the harder it gets in this world. Because this world is not really of God. It's made by God. And, and, and I had to tell somebody the other day, you know, I buy and sell cars. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I had a car that I had for sale. And he wanted to argue with me about the price. And you know what I see? The car is for sale. It's not on sale. <laughs> so he he was quiet for a minute and he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, the car is for sale. It's not on sale. It's not on sale. There's a right. difference in that. <laughs> There's a big difference. I buy and sell cars all day long. Right. So when I put when I put a price on it, it's normally that's what it's selling for. Exactly. This is not a car lot. So if I had a lot of cars and you know what, the, but money's getting low, then I'd put some cars on sale. Right. But 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 when I sell them, they for sale. They're for sale. That so, makes a difference. So, right. So it it has to be clear because in his mind, his expectations is he wants five thousand for it, but I'm gonna take him three. See, he's expecting me to go on down on the price because he's thinking he's expecting I need the money right now. But that ain't the case. So right. now his his expectations are now diminished because he thought one way it was he thought it was on sale, but it's not. It's just for sale. It's just for sale. Right. It is nothing personal. It's business. So exactly. I really, I, I really like these kind of talks, Miss Jones, because. It, it, what little time we do spend with our reflections on these uh, these uh, blogs, these posts, you know, hopefully we're, we're reaching somebody, even if it's just one person. Exactly. So, and I'm I'm grateful for you because you know what, we never intended for this to be this. This is just a simple conversation we had, and look where it is today. I know. And I was just thinking, I mean, it's actually a year. It's been a year since you walked into my house to fix my plumbing. And little did we know God was going to do something even greater. And so we've had a lot of ups and downs. You know, we we have our own little little things that go on, you know, behind the scenes. But nevertheless, God still has brought this together. And, you know, so when we think about living with with expectations, when I go back to that scripture, when I go back to the thought of what does it mean if, if I'm living with expectations? Like you said in the beginning, expectations can't, you know, we, we all have our own uh, ruler of what that looks like. What does expect? We all have our own way of measuring expectations. But this is what I will tell you that as I, I know for certain that in life, it's so important to live with the expectancy that great things are going to happen. 
even when we know that the bad things will happen too, it's all a mix. It's all you're gonna get a you know hopefully you get a real good blend of it. But nevertheless, you're living with the expect with the expectation that you know something good is gonna happen, something greater is gonna happen, something better is gonna happen for me, for my children, for my family, you know, for my life, my career, my finances. Those are the the, the expectations that we're hoping you will just gain from this today you start to change that. You say, let me change this thing. I had a conversation with a cousin on yesterday and we were talking about a lesson that her mom taught me over 30 plus years ago. And that was, I brought her a package on a Sunday and she said, you know, I've learned to live with the idea that the mailman can pass even on a Sunday. But when she didn't, when she told me that it really didn't, you know, didn't really stick with me until later in life. And what she was basically saying is that God can give you your blessing or can send something that you need or that you want on any day, any season, at any time, you know, it does not matter. And so, you know, put no limits on God. In other words, live with the expectation that something great is going to happen at any moment. And so this is what we hope right now that as you're listening, we hope that you will take off any any limitations that you have on things that are going on in your life right now. Maybe you're so limited in something and you say, you know, I just don't believe it can happen. Or maybe I don't think anymore. Maybe I've gotten, you know, a certain age and I feel like it's over or life is over and, you know, what good and what use is it? Here's our, these are some of our final thoughts is to live with the expectation that surely God is going to perform whatever that thing is in your life that he promised. The surely is the assurance, is the reassurance that it is going to happen. That's why I absolutely love, love, love that scripture, when you you brought that scripture out, it it's just it's just there. It's it's so profound. And if you have it, do you still have it, Damien? Read that scripture one last time as we just close with the, what our final thoughts. That that Proverbs twenty three and eighteen is just profound. Okay. It says a lot. Yeah, well, chapter twenty three and eighteen says, "For surely there is an end, and thine expectation shall not be cut off." Wow, that's powerful. I love that. That's the message all within itself. That is absolutely powerful, surely. So when you fall into that 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 moment of doubt, or when you fall into that, you know, that that season of disbelief or unbelief or whatever the case may be, I want you all to just remember that word surely. There is an expected end. God says, I got it. I got this thing. I got it. I got it. I'm just so happy about that because I know in my own personal life, I go, I've been through so many, you know, many things as a single mom and, and I never expected, like you're talking about you living in a car where I never expected to be a single mom. My goal was always, you know, be married and have children. And, you know, that's what I saw that, that was my expectancy, but that's not the way life worked out. But nevertheless, I didn't take that and, and die with it. I took that in and now I use it as a tool, actually as an advocate for other single moms, single women to say, Hey, just because that happened in life does not mean your children don't deserve the best. Give your children the very best of what you can give them. I just purchased tickets so that my girls and, and my team could go see Hamilton, you know, the Broadway musical that's coming here to Dallas in a few weeks. And so, you know, live with the expectancy that God still has a plan. It may not have gone according to the way that you planned, but surely God has he still has a plan. And that's just, you know, what we want to leave with you all today. We're going to pray, of course, as we have always done. We want to pray. And then just be mindful to reach out to us. I am at Family Vision 2020. We're just really focusing and helping you, you know, uh, create a plan for your family, to create a family goal, a family vision. 
let's as we move from out of 2021 and getting ready for 2022 let's keep our vision clear let's get these visions together let's find out okay god what's the plan for my family we want to be here for you we want to help you lead your family to the next level these life lessons that we've been through the only reason why we can teach on these things is because we've lived through this stuff and so as i said i know damien you're living in that car and i've got a chance to know his mom now and I know that was a greater lesson. And so I'm telling you, this man can make it happen in life. I mean, he has, he's created a, a really great life. It was a blessing for mom to, to, to pull back because you learned how to be sufficient. You got it. You know, you, I, I'm, I'm really proud of you in that area. You've learned how to uh, sell cars and everything else that you do. You know how to make it happen. So uh, thank God for mom and that lesson. Not at the time, <laughs> but today. It has indeed paid off. So thank you. Uh, I'm just grateful that, you know, you're here. So we're going to go ahead on and pray for our uh, listeners. And if you have any final words, you know, do that as you lead our uh, listeners into prayer. No, no, Miss Jones, I'm, I'm excited again to be back on the road and, uh, you know, making some positive things happen for our listeners. And hopefully this thing will grow into something that, you know, we would never imagine. But, you know, in the meanwhile, you know, this is what God will have us. And uh, we just keep moving forward. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, close us out with a prayer, and uh, we'll, we'll just uh, see, see each other next time. Indeed. Thank you. All right. All right, Lord, we want to say thank you for the gift of expectation that anticipates your goodness. Also, Lord, we know that faith is knowing that you heard our request because you promised you will hear us all, that you will settle our debates, and you will awaken our hearts to remember who you are and that you are what you say you will do and who you are. Lord, help, help us rest in this knowledge. Help us to unfold and know that we have received the desires of our hearts by knowing you and trusting in the message that you have inspired Miss Jones and I to deliver. Lord, you are wonderful, and we all love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. And remember, you can reach out at CoachTia.com. I'm on Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I am looking forward to just helping you uh, live your best life and helping you learn how to teach your family to win. Thank you so much. And we'll be back next week. Goodbye.